clear that was hooky, and we're back into it. No, we're fucking in there, man. We're fucking nailing that shit. Just smashing out fucking uh, episodes like they're just loads on a chest. You That's know what right. I'm saying? Just throwing them out there. Yeah. Just fucking painting murals. Murals? Okay. Mur- what is it? Murals. Murals. That's okay. the word. All right. Yeesh. Moiring. That's what. Oof. Let's 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 get an F in the chat for not knowing how what <laughs> murals are. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I'm having a good time, man. You I'm should be. You. Yeah. It's been a fun night. Yeah, and, and uh, I don't know if this will work for the editor or not, but I, we, we just had a great session here. We really did earlier with you and uh, the Queen of Questions herself. Little book club action. Yeah, you guys were talking about some books. Yeah. Well, one in particular, but. True. We'll, we'll get there. But uh, no, it's pretty fucking uh, top-notch chill. It was a good time. Yeah. Everybody, if you haven't listened yet, go check it out. It should be in the feed now. Depending on how Varble edits. Yeah. We'll see how no, it works. No, I'm, I'm going I'm to go in, in chronological <laughs> order here, so that'll be uh, that'll be out by the time this drops. Yeah, that might be like a special holiday episode or something like that. Yeah. And we got Thanksgiving coming up. That is true. God, I fucking love Thanksgiving, man. Like because you're so thankful. Well, like, no. Oh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, mm-hmm. I never gave a fuck about Thanksgiving. But now, like, getting older, Thanksgiving fucking rocks, man. Like, I go to like a family's house. Mm-hmm. I can just smash just beers. a family. You're just like, hey, yeah, whichever. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, whoever didn't lock their doors. Okay. Now Zach's there for fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's up, bitches? You like drinking? You. Drink this beer, you bitch. Give me don't, turkey. Don't be a faggot. Let me get some of that green bean casserole. Smash that down my throat, son, <laughs> all day. Hi-yah. Throw those groceries down my neck. Good. Let's fucking party. Good side option. But no, like, being older, Thanksgiving fucking rules. Especially because I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry about shit. Yeah. It's just like, uh, it's like I, I go to, well, really, we go to both of our families. We, we go to Emma's family and my family on one day. And then it's like, I get to watch football and drink beer the whole day, and then someone makes a giant fucking vat of food for me. Mm-hmm. What's and, not to love? And then usually I get my favorite thing ever, which is pecan pie. So Really? Oh, I fucking love pecan pie. Are you kidding me? Kind of. Do you not like pecan pie? It's okay. Okay? Yeah. I'll have a slice once in a while. Oh, you are so fucking wrong. It's not even funny. Mm. Pecan pie is so good, Doug. It's, me- a, little, it's a little too sweet. No, pecan pie's not sweet. It's got the nuts in there. Fucking evens it out. Yeah, but, uh, not not so much. Not all the time. Oh well, I'll make it unsweet for when I drop one of my nuts in your mouth. Okay, son. Maybe I would like that more. <laughs> no, I remember there was one day Emma went grocery shopping, and I think it was at work or something like that. And she was like, "Hey, I'm at Aldi's, and there's apparently a pecan pie slash pumpkin pie like mix." Where it was like both of them. Mm, like, like half and half? Or... Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to finish No Nut November whenever I'm hearing this kind of info? Like, I, I wanted to jerk off right then. I was like, that's fucking beautiful, man. Like, that's, that's so good. Anyway, have you been playing uh, Outer Worlds, by the way? A little bit. Not much, but yeah. yeah. I was wanting to get your perspective on that. That was one of the things I was going to bring up. I'm about, oh, is it a topic? It's not a topic, but it was one of the things during this part that okay, I wanted to bring right up. On. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm about an hour in, or about two hours into it now at okay. this point. And 98 minutes of that was making your character, so. True. You're about 20 minutes into the okay, game. Well, okay, well then I'm like three hours into it. <laughs> oh, okay. I, uh, 
I actually for the opening, like where you have to like pick your uh, traits and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you were playing Fallout, it would be feats, oh, but it was yeah. whatever. I made my uh, character a bartender. Oh, nice! <laughs> and like, what you get for that? Your bonus is that if you drink something, it lasts longer. Hmm. And I don't use that at all. Yeah. However, it was just because his name was Zach. Anyway, I was like, well, he's got to be a bartender now, and so now he's just like a fucking. Uh, handgun specialist who's just fucking doing you and all his using all his charisma and just fucking speech. He's fucking Han Solo because, hmm. as we all know, that's what I want to be. But a uh, fucking fantastic game, though, dude. Seriously, I remember I uh, was gonna buy it on Amazon mm-hmm. when like about, about two days after it came out because I was getting paid that Friday and uh, went on Amazon. Was gonna order it early to hope that it would drop at my house either Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. They were sold out until November 11th. I was like, well, I'm not going to wait that long. <laughs> so I got off work Friday, and uh, me and Emma had ordered some food at... What's that barbecue place, babe? Fire and Smoke. Fire and Smoke. Thank you. Fire and I'm smoke, your babe now. That's which why is, I answered. You guys are the same. We all know that. <laughs> Fire and Smoke, which is... Uh, if you're in the St. Louis area, check it out. Fire and Smoke. Fucking fantastic barbecue. Oh, yeah. One and in I, Wood River, one in Troy, I think. Yeah. Emma got a fucking, like, a shrimp platter. They're apparently doing, like, hickory-smoked fucking shrimp. Ooh, shit. And honestly, they're fucking delicious, dog. I'm not talking shit That sounds tasty. They were fucking top-notch good. But uh, called in an order there, because it was Friday. It was payday. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to get some food. I'm going to get some fucking out of world. I'm going to go buy that. Because I I wanted to buy it physically. I wanted a physical copy of this. And then, uh, so, call in Fire and Smoke, drive over to the area, so there's like Walmart and GameStop there, uh-huh. walk into GameStop, ask if they got a copy of Outer Worlds for the PlayStation 4. They did not. Wow. The only one that had one was in Alton. Hmm. I'm not driving to fucking Alton for it. And he was like, yeah, man, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, well, he's like, you can try Walmart. I'm like, well, they're probably sold out, too, because I was hearing shit on the internet about, like, Walmart and Target and shit like that being sold out as well. Apparently, like, the physical copies of uh, Outer Worlds sold out like a motherfucker, like, immediately. Yeah, they vastly underestimated it, yeah. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just, I'm going to get a digital download of it, buy the game digitally, and then, you know, a year from now, whenever the price is $10 for a physical copy, I'll mm-hmm. buy it then. Plus, we were we were running out of time. We had to go get our order for uh, Fire and Smoke. So we, we went to Fire and Smoke, got our food, came home. I immediately bought and then downloaded Outer Worlds on the PlayStation 4. And while that was downloading, Emma got to knock one of her uh, movies off of her list. Oh, okay. Well, our list of the like the poster that, that we bought. Oh, yeah, yeah. She got to watch uh, Taxi Driver. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. How's that? How's that hold up? First off, I think it's a fucking fantastic movie. I love Taxi Driver. But let's go ahead and, uh, babe, you want to get in here real quick? Can we go ahead and ask your opinion real fast? What did you think of Taxi Driver? Thought it was really good, which I liked it for a reason that I didn't realize I would like in movies, which is I read books focused on characters more than plots, and Taxi Driver is entirely focused more on the main character than it is on a proper plot, like. You map out the plot, and there's not really a constant, logical plot line to oh, it. Yeah. It's just not how it works, so it's more no, focused like on no, characters. There's no plot to that film whatsoever. Yeah. Like, so much stuff gets thrown in, and it's a little confusing to follow if you're trying to do it, like, mathematically, if you can do that with art. But 
I liked it. I thought it was really good. Okay. And I didn't recognize De Niro at first until yeah, he slicked his hair back. What about Jodie Foster? Did you recognize her? I did. She did not. But only... Well, <laughs> After I, I told you. No, I recognize... That's a good point. I recognized pictures of her in that, like, little screenshots and stuff like that. Which I had never known where it was from, like her with the hat and the sunglasses. And I was like, oh, I've seen pictures of that character before. And then he said Jodie Foster. I was like, oh, that's what that voice is. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Makes more what sense. It, what I said was, that's Agent Starling herself right there. <laughs> She's fucking killing it as a 13-year-old hooker. Yeah, she's incredible in it. So good. Oh, of course. I mean, jo- Jodie Foster's super fucking talented. But yeah, Emma liked Taxi Driver. Yep. All right, good. So yeah, I got to throw her into that. And then I also, uh, just about two days ago, mm-hmm. I showed her two of what I would call classic films. I don't know if anyone else would call them classic films or not. But okay. as me and you both know, I'm a huge fan of Hong Kong action kung fu movies yeah almost to a fault yeah yeah love those that's my shit it's almost to a point where no matter how bad it is you're still gonna like it that's That's the best part about them that's what i don't know if the fight scene's good who gives a fuck about the (laughs) plot man like it's it's kind of like and this isn't me talking shit on on the john wick movies Mm because the john wick movies are fantastic but they had the idea of like let's just make really well choreographed fight scenes, and then they'll they'll build the lore behind that. That's that's how John Wick gets you with those movies, where it's like, okay, it's Keanu Reeves, I'm gonna watch this, and then oh shit, these fight scenes are super well choreographed and really well done, and then also there's amazing lore built mm-hmm. into this, like there's really good like world building. Oh yeah, and you don't expect that. So they kind of took the opposite of the classic Hong Kong action flick. Of fuck lore and fuck plot. Let's just make really good fight scenes and we'll just run on that. In that vein, you know, as I said, I'm a huge fan of mm. Hong Kong action movies. That's my shit. I love kung fu flicks. I mean, to a fault. That's my shit. I don't care how bad anyone else thinks they are. I'm fucking in every day. Mm. Emma watched, to me at least, two classic films. Okay. Both starring Jackie Chan. Oh. Okay. One was Legend of the Drunken Master, All right. which is a fucking fantastic film on Netflix right now. Is it really? Yes. Mm. So if you guys have Netflix, make sure to jump on there and watch Legend of the Drunken Master. That is... Um, it probably is my favorite Chan movie. It's a great flick. It is like the last movie he made just with Hong Kong. It was right before he got into like USA Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then the other movie she watched, still Jackie Chan flick, and it was what brought him to America, Rumble in the Bronx. Mm, I haven't seen that one. Oh, fuck. That's a good one. And it's also on Netflix. Okay. Check it out, man. It's so good. Fucking, I love, like, kung fu flicks so much, man. They're so so much fun. Drunken Master is fantastic. And then Legend of the Drunken Master was so good. It was a Hong Kong flick. There was no English whatsoever. It's still, like, even if you watch it on Netflix, it's just subtitled. That movie was so fucking popular that Miramax bought the rights from, I think it's Golden Harvest was the production company that owned it during the uh, Chinese days. Miramax bought the rights from Golden Harvest and then also made a sequel to it that was just in America. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That might be the one that you've seen is the sequel to it. Because there's technically two, well, really there's like mm. seven Legends of the Drunken Master. <laughs> but when it comes to Jackie Chan, there's technically yeah. two of them. Okay. 
but uh the original one has a great bit where um because the whole thing of like with the drunken master is that like you know he's a master of drunken boxing mm-hmm. and his dad who taught him how to do drunken boxing will not let him drink anymore because the whole thing with like drunken boxing is that like when 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 you drink you uh do not feel pain so like you know you don't get as much damage from people you're more ferocious and you can't stand in a straight line which like that's a whole thing of drunken boxing even like to the actual like how drunken boxing exists which mm-hmm. is honestly kind of a fairy tale when it comes to martial arts anyway but it's mm-hmm. still kind of a fun thing of like you can't stand in a, in a straight line so no one can get a, a fucking shot on you or anything like that and then like because you're drunk you can't fucking get hurt because you don't feel pain as much and then you're more ferocious because you're drinking alcohol. However, if you're drinking alcohol, it makes you want to drink more alcohol. So you got to be careful being a drunken master because it's going to turn you into an alcoholic and stuff like that. The original which flick, is worth the sacrifice. I mean, yeah. And then the original flick is like he has to at one point apologize to his father because like the whole original plot point of Drunken Master with Jack and Jan is that the British ambassadors are paying off a bunch of Chinese officials. And stealing a bunch of, like, historical relics to take back to the... Back to the shit? Yeah. Okay. They were paying off a bunch of that for the relics to get, to, like, take them back to the, like, the British museums and shit like that. Okay. And so, like, Jackie Chan finds that out and, like, oh, we gotta stop this shit. So, you know, like, he has a couple fights and then his dad, like, makes him swear to never drink again. Unless it's for a good cause. And so the, the last fight scene in it... He drinks because they're in a like an iron forge in China in like the you know 1940s or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he drinks like factory made alcohol <laughs> to make the fire like you know like that kind of alcohol where it's just like fucking moonshine. And he drinks those, and that's what makes him fucking get like super strong. And now he can just fucking you know drunk like drunken boxing fuck him up. He also got third degree burns during during that film. During the uh, the one bit where he gets kicked into the fucking coals. Oh, really? Yeah, they just did that for real. There was no, like, plexiglass or, like... CGI or... Yeah, no, it, it was just... That's the thing I love about Jackie Chan. He is probably my second favorite American famous Hong Kong action hero. Because Bruce Lee is number one, obviously. Okay. It's Bruce Lee always. I love Bruce Lee. He was the fucking man. Jackie Chan is number two for sure. Honestly, Jackie Chan is number one as well. It's like it, it, it's a tie for number one because Bruce Lee went serious with it and wanted to just make really good martial arts flicks. And Jackie Chan was a big fan of comedy and liked the classic uh, silent film comedy shit. Mm-hmm. So he would make all of his shit funny. But they would do very similar stuff. And uh, the thing I love about jackie chan so much and it almost makes me sad because like for people in my generation who are millennials which do you count as a millennial i'm not sure i'm on the uh, low end of the cutoff for the gen x oh are you gen x okay yeah see for most people in the millennial generation they are like they know jackie chan is like the funny guy you know, he was in, like, Rush Hour and Shanghai Nights and fucking other bullshit, like, like the tuxedo and, like, other bullshit like that, mm. where, you know, he had to not do his own stunts. And even, and even then, he was still doing his own stunts. And all of his big first movies that he did, it was him. It was, it was him and his own stunt team. He was the stunt coordinator for his first 14 films that he was in. Wow. 
and he would just like constantly break bones and just get fucking hurt and shit like that because it was yeah. like i mean we can do this with like a green screen or a fucking like a wire harness it's like no it won't look as real let's just go ahead and do it real <laughs> like and uh rumble in the bronx there's a part where uh he has to jump from the top of a parking garage to the fire escape of the floor under that parking garage of okay. a building across the street, right? Mm-hmm. So he's jumping across the street, the street yeah. to a fire escape that's still 30 feet up in the air of a building next to it. And then he, um, the way it worked was where he jumped off of to get the running start, you couldn't see the fire escape. So they put some tape down to let him know where his, like, mark was. <laughs> oh, shit. And then he did it. Did it in one take, might I add, and just fucking nailed it. And then, like, three weeks later, broke his ankle by jumping onto the hovercraft that is in Rumble in the Bronx. And then finished the rest of the movie. They made a special sock to go over the fucking cast that he had for his ankle. Really? You know, he broke his ankle. Okay. It looked like his shoe that he was wearing. So that way it looked like in the film, it looked like he was just wearing two normal like Nike shoes and stuff like that. They just had like a special sock to put over that so that it would like it wouldn't look weird for wow. the fucking films. Like Jackie Chan is one of the baddest motherfuckers to ever live. Like he has a thing, I think it was was it was this Time Cop maybe? Where he had to he has to slide down like a thirty foot long pole through a bunch of Christmas lights and then through a fucking glass ceiling. Did all of that in one take. Got like second degree burns and dislocated his pelvis. And then finished the movie like three weeks later. He's Jesus. a fucking psychopath. <laughs> Jackie Chan is the fucking man. I love Jackie Chan. And anyone who's like, oh, he was in fucking Rush Hour and the Tuxedo. I don't want to watch that shit. I'm like, no, he'll fucking, he'll fuck you up for sure. I can guarantee that. But yeah, so Emma watched Rumble in the Bronx okay. and uh, Drunken Master, which are both on... Netflix, and if you guys have not seen those, jump on that immediately because they're okay. fucking fantastic. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Rubble in in the Bronx has probably the greatest Jackie Chan moment ever. Where, at least to like describe what his personality is, because during at, at one point during the film, like not to describe the plot or anything, but at some point he's getting drugged behind a hovercraft that's blowing across the water. Okay, and he's just like like he gets caught by this piece of rope that's hanging on it so now he's just like water skiing on his shoes while it's happening and so you think like oh well they're gonna just put like water skis on him and put him behind a boat or something like that and like just hide the water skis Mm -hmm. and like post-production no they just gave him a rope and then drug him across the river until they got the shots that they wanted and that was his choice where he was like no just drag me across it he's the greatest stunt coordinator ever where it's like how do we fake this he goes we don't fake shit just do it. Kick me in the fucking teeth. Let's go. Like, let's fucking roll. Drag me across this river. Don't be a pussy. Let's fucking rock. That's what the script says to do. Yeah. Apparently, one of the reasons that he has, because he has his own stunt team that he works with on every movie that he's on. Oh, really? Okay. And most of the reason is the fact that he trusts those guys because he knows that they can get him out of trouble because he's broken fucking numerous bones on every movie he's ever been in. And so have these guys. So they all know, like, kind of how to, like, look after each other. Mm-hmm. Another, like, a smaller portion of the fact that he uses the same stunt team is that apparently he's really good at pulling his punches whenever he does fight scenes. And it fucks with normal stunt guys. 
Because oh, really? he pulls them like real quick, where like you feel the air on your nose, and it like makes dudes. That's flinch. how close he's actually coming. Yes. Yeah. No. He's like <laughs> kind of brushing your nose, like his one like knuckle, just to fuck with you a little bit, and it makes normal stunt guys flinch, and then it fucks up the scene. So now he has to work with his own stunt crew. Because they know that he will pull back and won't just fucking knock him out. Because he is, yeah. I mean, he's a like he's a full on. He's a black belt in kung fu. He's a real dude. He can fuck you up if need be. He's just so sweet and just a fucking sweetheart that he would never do that, unless you got shitty or said something like, "Fucking Shanghai Nights was terrible." Then he would just fucking back kick you into the fucking next century or something like that. <laughs> yeah, even at what like seventy or whatever he is now, like I wouldn't mess with him. Fuck no! Are you kidding me? I would rather fuck with you than I would fuck with Jack and Chan. Oh, yeah, me too. And you outweigh him by about 150 <laughs> pounds, and you're about a foot taller than him. <laughs> and I would still rather fuck with you than Jack and Chan, 100%. <laughs> but yeah, Emma got to see some classic kung fu movies, and she enjoyed them. Oh, yeah? Didn't you, babe? Yeah. I just, I mean, I don't get to talk about my love for kung fu movies very much so and you are a fan like you are not well known when it comes to like kung fu movies you haven't seen a lot of them or any of them really right right yes okay so you saw rumble in the bronx which was jackie chan's breakout into american hollywood cinema that was really cool yeah and then you saw legend of the drunken master yeah what did you think well i didn't really pay too much attention to Drunken Master, the mom, stepmom, whatever she is, is yeah. uh, super hot She's and really stepmom. funny and really cool. That one was really funny. Rumble in the Bronx was entertaining, especially visually. Had a whole lot of good stunt scenes. And I mean, I'm not going to lie, my favorite part was the bloopers at the end mm-hmm. of seeing how crazy that shit was. Yeah. Yeah, where they're dragging Dragon Chan behind a fucking speedboat. Yeah. Just try- and then he's putting a sock on his cask. Mm-hmm. So it like looks like his shoe. Yeah. No, yeah. but both were, they were fun. I liked them a lot. And I don't mean this, like, insultingly, but, like, they were fun, and to me, at least, out of that kind of movie, you're mostly looking for fun and entertainment, and not like, oh, well, the story was really intense, and the character growth. Like, no, it's just, it's supposed to be a fun movie, and no. both of them were very fun. No, I mean, hardly anyone who's into, like, Hong Kong cinema and really good kung fu movies is looking for great plot. Yeah. We're looking for great fucking visuals. Because, like, the classic 70s and 80s Hong Kong flicks, like the kung fu flicks that everyone knows, like Game of Death, Rumble in the Bronx, anything that Bruce Lee ever made, it's the kind of thing where it's like, you know what the plot is every time. It's you're the, you know, he's kind of the master of the kung fu school that he's at, and then his, his teacher dies, and so now he takes on the entire army of whoever killed his master. You're not there for fucking, like, you know, Schindler's List characterization. You're there to watch fucking badass motherfucking fight scenes. And then it's just, like, some fun shit. So, I mean, I really appreciate it. Like, I'm, I'm glad that you liked it. Yeah. Hell yeah. They were both fun. Because I get very nervous about my love for, like, kung fu flicks. Like I, I am an easy audience, though. Yeah, no. I can sit there and watch, I mean, even subtitled Hong Kong action flicks that have never even been in America, I'll watch those for 
10 hours straight. It does not, but I just fucking love them, man. They're just so much fun. It's crazy. I fucking love Kung Fu flicks. They're just so much fun. I'm like, how do you not love that shit? Enter the Dragon? Are you kidding me, dog? Enter the fucking Dragon? Tell me you don't love that flick. What about Enter the Fist? It's a fucking great flick. Are you kidding me? Kung Pao, Enter the Fist? I love that fucking movie. <laughs> and I am not being ironic in any way. Yeah. I think that movie is fucking hilarious. I love Kung Pao Enter the Fest. I mean, that's got to be up towards the top of yours. Like, as much as you love kung fu movies and as much as you love comedies. Yeah, it's exactly... It's, it's a perfect it, marriage for you. It's a guy who's way funnier than me, <laughs> who also loves kung fu movies as much as I do, who just decided to, like, kind of make a... He made a fucking bullshit YouTube bit and do an hour and a half flick and then somehow got a producer to throw that into major theaters. Like, that shit was majorly released. Yeah. And as far as I know, it made money. Pretty sure it did anyway. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it wouldn't take much. It was pretty cheaply made. Like, the the footage that they got was, yeah. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, because it's uh, it's The Way of the Chosen Fist, I think, is the original movie that they used. Yeah. Which is also, honestly. Oh, because had you seen that before? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) I mean, fuck, man. (laughs) One of my favorite bits from uh, the... Enter the fist, where it's just like <laughs> when he gets rolled down the hill as a baby in the very beginning. After the one of the most hilarious bits ever of just like the, the toddler, or like the little fucking baby fighting everybody and like pisses in the guy's face and just like kicking everybody in the face. And he gets rolled down the hill. <laughs> like the like the woman picks him up and is like, Oh, a succute. And then just rolls him back. Keeps rolling. I need to buy that on DVD. I do not have that movie on DVD. Really? And I, and I need it. Oh, yeah. Because I fucking love that flick. Are you kidding? I fucking love Kung Pao, Enter the Fists. Is there anything funnier than going, I need gopher trucks now? <laughs> <laughs> Me and my little brother still, to this day, will go, that's a lot of nuts! Like, we'll yell at each other. That's like one of our favorite things. I love that fucking flick. Nice. But yeah, anyway, that's enough about that, I guess. Sorry. I mean, you... Like if 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 I get started on kung fu movies, it's it's gonna go for a while. It's Game of time. death though, Doug. It's Bruce Lee's. Technically, it's Bruce Lee's last flick because he died in the middle of making it. Oh, okay, that's the one. But honestly, skip the entire beginning of that flick and just watch him crawling up the tower where he fights Kareem Abdul Jabbar at one point. <laughs> okay, that, like that literally happens in the flick. It's Kareem oh. Abdul Jabbar. Have you seen that? Uh-huh. He's uh with when he fights Kareem because uh, that's where he's got his like yellow oh, the like tracksuit yeah, yeah. That, that's where kill bill got that from that's the game of death okay that from and the whole point of that movie at least for that last fight scene was it was bruce lee's philosophy on martial arts of like like whenever he fights the guy with the kendo sticks and he uses like just the the bamboo little like stick because mm-hmm. you have to be flexible that's the way to win is like to get rid of all honestly bruce lee is the like the godfather of mixed martial arts he like his whole thing was like because he um let's see he had a black belt in kung fu and then he had a black belt or fuck what was it no he had a brown belt in jujitsu he was also a in china he was a national champion of tango dancing and then he invented jeet kune do which was his idea of martial arts which is like to get rid of all of the pageantry of kung fu like no bowing to each other none of this like fucking like do this move do this move like you had to the poses and the st- yeah exactly and stances and- yeah he got rid of all of that and like that's his like 
if you watch the game of death, at least just just watch the last twenty minutes, the first like hour of it doesn't fucking matter. Just watch him going up the fucking tower, fighting all the different fucking martial artists. Because his whole thing was like, that movie was made to show you his philosophy on martial arts. Because I mean, he's one of the greatest martial artists to ever live. I mean, he invented the one inch punch, which again is another thing in fucking Kill Bill. The whole thing, whenever she's like, or is, is that Kill Bill 2? Yeah, when she breaks yeah. out of the coffin. Yeah, whenever she's like, well, whenever she's getting taught that, that was like, Bruce Lee would use that to just show people would go on where he would just put like his fingertips on somebody's chest and then knock them back into a chair. Because I mean, like, I mean, he's 156 pounds. I'm not saying he's the baddest dude ever live and no one could ever beat him in a fight. I yeah. mean, there's probably almost every dude in the MMA right now. Like, in, pretty much almost every dude in the UFC could beat Bruce Lee in a fight. However, what they know right now is because of what Bruce Lee Started. decided to make. Yeah. yeah, his his whole thing whenever he fights the guy with the kendo sticks, and he has that little bamboo shoot that's all super flexible. Because that's that's a, his his whole thing was like you have to be able to bend, and change and find what you what you need to be. And like it's, it's the whole thing with uh, I think it was Enter the Dragon was his first one that 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 he did. It was his first big one in America, anyway, where it's like, you know, if your master points to the moon, don't focus on his finger, because you'll miss all the heavenly glory of the moon. Of like, don't focus on the small shit, look at the big picture, learn how to win the fight. But yeah, he fights Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, because it's like, literally his, like, physical opposite. Yeah, the biggest mismatch. Exactly, because he's like, he's like 6'7", and then Bruce Lee is like 5'4". But yeah, and then like, but here's the thing. Here's how he wins because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's character is light sensitive, so he just starts breaking fucking windows open to make all the sunlight run in, and so okay. then then he can't see. Then he just fucking like drop kicks him, like a bitch. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. Yeah, man. Fucking check him out. Anything with Bruce Lee, obviously he's number one. Jackie Chan because he does all his own stunts, and I fucking respect that to no end. Jet Li. Really? I would throw in there. Oh yeah, mm. Jet Jetly's a bad motherfucker. Okay, not as bad as Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, Jetly does all his own stunts. Jackie Chan is the stunt coordinator on all his movies. Like that's how kind of like I mean that's just truth. That's what mm. it works. Yeah. And then um, Chow Yun Fat is pretty good. He's done some good shit. Just anything coming out of Hong Kong for like action movie style, mm-hmm. check it out. Especially hard hard boiled. If you guys haven't seen Hard Boiled yet, you're fucking missing out. That's John Woo's first flick, like first okay. American flick. Okay, and it's got fucking Harrison Ford and Chow Yun Fat. Hmm. Have you never seen Hard Hard Boiled? No, oh, I've never buddy. Heard of it. Oof, you're missing out, son. That's some good shit. Chow Yun Fat is Inspector Tequila, and it's just like all like full on John Woo, like in like basically showing you what the Matrix is gonna be whenever the Matrix comes out. Yeah. Like John Woo just invented that shit. That like that fucking wire foo shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good, man. It's it's top notch shit. I have talked way too much about this. I apologize, guys. Anyway, now that I'm done yelling about Hong Kong action flicks, mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for tuning in to another wonderful episode of the A to Z podcast. Yep, that's what we do every episode. Yeah, yeah. Zach just goes off on Asian movies. And... I mean, I just, you know, there's a lot of things I, I, I got to say. Okay. Sometimes I got to right. get them out of here. And this, this is what this microphone is for. For yeah. me to get my fucking feelings out. That's so. right. It's a portal. It's a portal. Right under my dick. I think you're holding it wrong. <laughs> I am America's failed comedian. And I am sitting across 
from America's Sweetheart, Andrew Varble. How you doing? And we are so happy to have you guys here again. I hope you guys have as much fun as we have with these. I think they do. Why else would they be here for 46 episodes? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of the same thing where like I refuse to call them fans. I just yeah. have to call them listeners because... I think my self-esteem is too low to ever admit we there's somebody. We gotta be getting there, though. We gotta be getting there. I can't admit that there's somebody who's a fan of me. Hmm. I'm fine with somebody who's a listener of me. Okay. That I can get. I make yeah. some good points. And I, I mean, can I've say, done oh, that for years. Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> but I can't be like, I can't accept the fact that somebody's like, yeah, I'm kind of bored. I want to hear what Zach has to say. Like, yeah. I just, my self-esteem won't let that happen. Okay. I refuse. You just wait until you start getting mobbed in public for your autograph. Oh, what, like 10 years from now? Yeah, it's coming. Oh, good. Hopefully, I'll be skinny by then. Okay. I've been trying to work out more. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, I've been doing my intermittent fasting again. Okay. Trying to drop some weight. And then I got I got to get my uh, muscles back on, dog. Well, what about you? You been working out? Nope. Me doing a thing. Probably need to, though. Getting close to 40. Not going to be too easy to drop pounds at that point. So. It's not about dropping pounds, it's about gaining pounds. Oh, okay. Get them fucking muscles. So oh. Just get fucking jacked. Okay. Look at the fucking rock. All right. Well, I don't have any weights, so I don't know how I'm going to do that. Speaking of The Rock, I haven't seen this movie yet, but mm-hmm. that uh, movie he did with Jason Statham that's in the Final, uh, the, oh. <laughs> the final Fantasy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I like Final yeah. Fantasy more than mm. Fast and Furious. I would hope so. But that's that's in the fu- the yeah. Fast and the Furious one. Uh-huh. Of like, uh, what is it? Like, Hobbs and Shaw. Like, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Apparently, he gives the rock bottom to Jason Statham at some point during one of the uh, scenes. Nice. And I'm like, fuck yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> that makes me so happy. That's Just why Vin Diesel wouldn't do it, because he wouldn't sign on for that, probably. He's like, no, I would never lose that. <laughs> I'm too busy playing D&D. Vin Diesel's a very good dude. Yeah. And he's a huge D&D fan. He's he's actually helped the whole like resurgence of tabletop uh, RPGs in the last six years. Yeah. But yeah, how awesome is that? that the fucking rock, rock bottom Jason Statham in that movie. I, I, I haven't even seen the movie. Off of a I building, just, probably. I mean. No, it, but it was through a glass top coffee table. Because somebody put like the gif on... Uh, Reddit at some point for I think it was Movie Details, which is a subreddit that I'm subscribed to. Okay, where it was like The Rock's finishing move back when he was in the WWF. Because mm-hmm. I mean, he was in the WWF. He was he not was. in the WWF most of his career. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, mean, I I guess he was in the WWE for like two years. Yeah, not, year, year and a half, maybe not for very long. Yeah. It was like here. Here was his finishing move, the rock bottom. Here's what he does to Jason Statham in a fucking uh, fight scene in the movie. It's the exact same. But then again, to be fair, the rock bottom is. It's just the Goldberg spear. It's the same fucking thing. More or less. I mean, they're 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 both football players who just like fucking use just a takedown. Yeah. Like who who just used a good form tackle for their final. Like there's there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not talking shit on the rock. I I love the rock. He's the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. It was good. I mean, you know, obviously Stone Cold was was my favorite. Let's all be honest here. We all know that. He's more of your spirit animal, yeah. That's my shit right there, dog. Yeah. You know that like some dude, like the guy who throws him his his beers makes a pretty decent amount of money. And that's his only job, is that he just has to throw I mean he's so good at it though. He rarely misses. But I mean, like, you want to talk about fucking dream jobs? Mm-hmm. That's the dream job. You just, you just get to toss beers to Stone Cold while he's up in the turnbuckle, letting er- letting everybody know that the fucking Texas rattlesnake is in town. Mm-hmm. It's Austin three sixteen time. You ain't gonna fucking stop that. Absolutely not. Stone Cold Stunner? Nah, nah, sir, nah, sir. 
So fucking good. Yeah. I'm I'm going to have to start watching wrestling here soon. You do. You need to get back in. I, I mean, I've been saying it for a couple months now, and I, I want to get back in, but the problem is, is that, like, I can't hold myself to anything that's, like, weekly. Mm. I can barely get this podcast that I'm in weekly done. <laughs> that's true. There's no way I'm going to watch something that I'm not involved in weekly, but... Although I we do just have... got to get you involved. You just said you're on that workout plan. We got to get you in. A, oh my god, please get you in a wrestling shape. Hell yeah! Are you kidding me? I can fucking be your manager. We I'm got fucking this. Jumping that in a minute, son. <laughs> just be like the fucking angry minion or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what what my wrestling name would be, yeah. but I'm short and I got long hair and a beard. Yeah, but I can get pretty fucking jacked. So and I can lift dudes. Yeah, be the fucking sledgehammer, dropping down on them all day. I like it. Hell yeah! Oh, fuck. DDP me. didn't get into wrestling until he was 32. So you got time. Oh, yeah. I got like six years then. Yeah. We're good. Fuck, I got more than six years. <laughs> like seven years? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you're 10 years younger than me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, man. Are you kidding me? Like, that would be the greatest job ever to be a fucking wrestler. Are you kidding me? Like, who doesn't want to want to be that guy? I mean, a lot of people don't like to travel, but. A lot of people suck. Yeah. Fuck them. I'd be the greatest heel in the history of of wrestling. Are you kidding me? That's all I would be. People do love to hate you. I would refuse to be face ever. I just want to be the heel at all times. <laughs> even, if, even if I got popular and I was selling yeah. a shit ton of t-shirts, still the heel, son, all day. <laughs> Come out there and kick somebody right in the cunt. You gotta stop me. This little kid's your favorite fan. Fuck him. <laughs> this is little Timmy. His... Make-A-Wish Foundation dream was to finally be in the ring with you, but cool, and then I just body slam him out of the fucking uh, wheelchair, just teach him a lesson, was snap that fucking spine right back into alignment. Oh. Yeah, see what happens then. And then he's like, oh my god, I can walk again. Then I just fucking, like, neck breaker him over my fucking thigh. And I'm like, get back in that wheelchair, bitch. I'm the heel. <laughs> I get rid of it. All day I'm the heel. But yeah, no. Is there any, is there anything like more inter- entertaining as a job than being the heel in the world wrestling entertainment? Yeah. Okay. WWF was was better. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Fucking pandas shit. had to ruin it. We should have shot every panda in the fucking face just to keep the WWF. Although they did have a great fucking. Uh, uh, ad line for that where it was like get the F out and it was just like all this like crazy shit just like fucking burning metal into leather I'm just like yeah WWE now I'm like fuck that kill these fucking pandas have Kevin Hart sweet chin music every goddamn panda into the fucking ocean I don't give a fuck Kevin Hart? hmm <laughs> I'm just a little confused about yeah. your references it was a little funny Oh, it's, it's, uh, I don't know, what's his name? You talking about Bret Hart? Bret Hart, thank yeah, you. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, seeing Kevin Hart super kick a panda was kind of a funny thing. <laughs> fucking amazing, too, honestly. I was, I was, was, was going to let you roll with it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know what he has to do with wrestling, but. You know, it'd be hey. funnier than anything he's done in the last two years for a stand up. Coming at you, Kevin. All day. Wow. No, Bret, Bret Hart's the one who, uh, couldn't figure out how this fucking harness worked and then dropped out of the rafters 40 feet into the fucking... That, that was his brother, Owen. <laughs> who was it? Owen. No, that's the one who did a bunch of steroids and killed all his family on CNN. No, that was Chris Benoit. 
<laughs> You're confusing everybody. This is a mess. I was so happy to be able to do all three of those in a row. That made me so happy. You have no idea. <laughs> so you got to talk for a while. I want to talk about a movie I saw that was really good. Please do. It's called Doctor Sleep. And you're going to fucking love it. I can't wait to talk about this with you. Never heard of it. Oh. So it's, it's a sequel good. to The Shining. What's mm-hmm. that? Um, so it was a movie in the 80s? Mm-hmm. 1980, I think, right? Right on the dot. The ages or the seventies. It's one of the two. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I think it's right at the transition there. I think it's 1980. Okay. Kubrick, your boy, did a good that job. My boy. As is uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. The second original Joker. Okay. Caesar Romero is the the OG. Oh, uh, of course. Are you kidding me? How fucking how how more gangster can you get mm-hmm. than refusing to shave your mustache? It's pretty hardcore. I mean, that's pretty fucking hardcore. He yeah. didn't give a fuck. That's the most Joker thing ever. Be like, I ain't fucking shaving this mustache. Suck my dick. I'm, yeah. I'm paint I'm, over I'm, it. I'm fucking Arrow Flynn. Why don't you tell Adam West to do some goddamn crunches instead? Fuck mm. you. Give him my fucking face. And he spits right in his fucking like right in the director's face. Mm. Be fucking amazing. Anyway, Doctor Sleep. Go ahead. Yeah, amazing. Uh, perfect blend of. Uh... Book shining and movie shining. It's mm-hmm. finally reconciling the two camps that have been divided for far too long. True. I mean, I know both of us are kind of, you know, in-betweeners. We, we respect both versions. But yeah, there's no, we, there's we, a lot of people that took sides and would only fight for their version. That's, that's so weird to me. Yeah. That, like, I mean, granted, maybe it's just because, like, the only other guy I know who's into Stephen King as much as I am is you. Mm-hmm. And we both had the same, like, outlook on the Shining movie yeah. where it's like, well, yeah, the book's fucking amazing, but... The movie's pretty fucking amazing too. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, they something don't. can be two things. Like, it, it can it's be. Like, you can like two things at the same fucking time. That's exactly. okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it finally uh, marriages the two camps and excellent. It was just so good, man. I I was really disappointed that it didn't do better because it didn't make much money at all. It looks like it's going to be a flop for Warner Brothers, which a lot of that. Let me expound for a bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's the title. Yeah. Doctor Sleep's okay for a book because it's got fucking Stephen King's name on it. He's going to sell books no matter what. True. You get a Stephen King book, you're just going to buy it. People that are fans of the movie, The Shining, they're not going to know what the hell Doctor Sleep is. Like they, yeah. Until like the last week or two, they didn't even put Stephen King's name on the poster, which was, oh, I think was a mistake. Oh, that's a fucking yeah. mistake hard then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a hard mistake. Yeah. Like all the advertising and stuff, that should have been the front and center. You're, you should be bringing up Stephen King, mentioning The Shining, like... You need to bring that stuff up. If Doctor yeah. Sleep isn't going to mean anything to anybody, right? I would say. I mean, as as you said, apparently they they didn't make a lot of money yet. <laughs> yeah. But I bet you that movie does great when it comes to like on demand mm-hmm. and like home sales. That's the thing too. Yeah, I bet you it makes a shit ton of money then. Because I know I'll be buying probably two. Honestly, probably buy like probably buy a digital copy on Amazon just so I have it on my phone anytime I want to watch it mm-hmm. and then I'll buy like the like special edition DVD nice. to have a, at my or special edition Blu-ray. Yeah. Not DVD, I'm not poor. It's special edition Blu-ray oh. for when I want to watch the special features. Yeah, go ahead and buy that too. That's no. really good though. I don't want to say too much cuz it's just I, I need you to experience it for yourself but That's fair. It's no. really good. You're going to love it. I bet you it it makes its its money back when it comes to home release and streaming mm-hmm. and like video on demand kind of shit. I bet you it makes a lot more when it comes to that. And word of mouth throughout the years, like you look back, The Shining wasn't really a big hit either. Oh, it was no. kind of a flop for Kubrick. No, I'm almost positive it was 
it was a flop, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I, I, know, I know a lot of the critics. They, like, you go back and read some of the reviews and stuff, and they, they're not very favorable. Yeah. Even they didn't like it. Yet. No, it's like almost that like, uh, Rotten Tomatoes thing we were talking about on the last episode, where mm-hmm. it's like all the critics are like, this is fucking bullshit. It sucks. And mm-hmm. like everybody who watched me was like, this is fucking amazing. Are you kidding me? This but is the greatest the movie atmosphere ever seen in my life. Atmosphere and the mood. Like, it's fucking, it's like dick hard. Let's fucking <laughs> party. Yeah, it's, it's really good. So No, I'm super excited for it. Like, literally, like, you know, I've, I've watched all the trailers that have come out, and I've mm. been super hyped for it since, like, even the first, like, teaser trailer that came out. I was like, fucking right. thank you, please. Oh, yeah. And just the casting. That's like, Ewan McGregor is a perfect Danny. Oh, fuck he yeah, He does such he a is. good job. Especially for, like, an older Danny. That's mm. perfect for it. Yeah. And I like the fact that they aged up uh, Addy a little bit, too. So Yeah. Yeah. I do remember, um, <clears throat> I mean, like, I literally just finished this book last month, because I started reading... Doctor Sleep because I knew the the movie was coming out, mm. and then I got like a hundred pages into it and I was like, I should read The Shining again. <laughs> so then I read The Shining and Doctor Sleep back to back in the month of October. It took me like two weeks. So we had nothing to do at work, so I was just sitting at home, or I was sitting at work just reading <laughs> books on my phone. Nice, yeah. Uh, the only thing I can say because I mean I've been hyped since the casting. All the trailers have made me like even more hyped. I've been like just fucking ready for this movie. Mm. The only thing I can say is that I don't think Rose is hot enough. I think I'm sorry. You, I think you might change once you see her in action. I mean, I've seen a couple. I mean, I've I've only seen a couple scenes. Mm-hmm. To be fair, yeah. But I think she could be hotter. She she draws a real presence, man. She she sure. definitely brings it. For she's, sure. Is she still lesbian? Fuck, uh, snake bite Andy. Not as much. <laughs> or no. is that just in the book? That's mostly just the book. Or is it kind of like it, where they cut out the fourteen-year-old uh, gangbang that happens? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Where it's it, like, yeah, it's definitely not a sex scene, but it kind of <laughs> it gives you like hints that they could be That's doing right. stuff off camera. You know, I don't know why that shit always makes me laugh, but it yeah. does. I'm just like, for some reason, every now and then, when it comes to Stephen King, who is my favorite author of all time, I've yeah. read pretty much every book he's ever written. And I've loved just about every book he's ever written. But every now and then, there are just weird sexual shit in his book that I cannot place. It makes no sense to me. I don't know where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking shit on it. But it's it's something to to think about. As a a Stephen King fan, we're like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, oh, did you like the new It movie? You should totally read the books. By the way, the last 400 pages are a group of 13-year-olds having an orgy. Mm. Don't worry about that. But other mm. than that, it's really good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just look past that. It's fine. It's like, what's that? Oh, oh, you really like um, insomnia? Well, it's two old uh, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife died, so now he can't sleep. So he sits on his porch and eats a bunch of fucking beans and... Uh, hot dogs that are cut up and thrown in there and he's looking at his neighbor who's also an old chick and then he gets a boner from it because she's an old bitch who's got her fucking ass out and she's got a tight ass for an, for an old girl which is fine that's cool but also that's happening mm-hmm. it's it's explained in detail for about 12 pages because it's, it's Stephen King <laughs> yeah he has a tendency to go on for things so yeah, yeah no he's he's like a more talented fucking uh, uh, what's his name whoever wrote Christmas Carol. Charles Dickens. Dickens. Yeah. Oh, you really like Stephen King? Let me show you something called the Dark Tower series. Go ahead and read The Gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Um, 
several pages that are going to be about him fucking a bartender in a just run-down bar. He's going to shoot her in the head later on, so don't worry about that. Right, but yeah. then later on, he fucks a demon mm-hmm. who steals his seed and then uses that seed to make a child whenever the Spoiler other... Alert. Whenever the demon... Whenever the other demon rapes one of his best friends four books later. Yeah, somehow that comes back. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me how. Yeah. We, but yeah. We have plans for that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Fucking love Stephen King, but for some reason every now and then there are just weird sexual shit. Mm-hmm. I mean like hell, fucking even Pet Cemetery. He's about to bang his zombie wife until yeah. his zombie wife cuts his fucking head off. I mean, I'm not mad. His mm-hmm. wife was fucking hot in that in that movie. Yeah. I haven't seen the remake, but the original. My wife was fucking... She was pretty good, too, yeah. She was top-notch. As long as, that, as long as that pussy didn't smell, I'd fucking drop a load in there. I don't care. I mean, no worse than the rest of her does, so... Right? Yeah. Exactly. You just fucking... You just push her head down in the pillow, let, let her bite that instead of your jugular. Mm-hmm. Drop some loads in there. There you go. Like a fucking washing machine. And throw her a couple quarters. <laughs> Separate the whites and colors, and then you're good. Well, hang on now. We're not going to get racist on this podcast. That was a laundry reference. You made it first. Is it? Yeah. Is it really? No. <laughs> no, Dr. Sleep looks fantastic. I cannot wait to see it. I'm really uh, pretty hyped for it, honestly. And yeah, like you said, I am I think you and McGregor is a fucking fantastic casting for, like, older Danny. Mm-hmm. I hope... Uh, I mean, you've you've seen it, right? I have. Yeah. yeah. Did they get into him being like a super al- alcoholic? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Yep, it's a big plot point. Because if if that's not in there, I would be really sad. What about the thing and the? Oh, hang on a second. Let's uh, let me get a spoilers warning okay, yeah. real quick. Uh, just everybody, if you guys haven't uh, read Doctor Sleep or The Shining, go ahead and skip ten minutes from now. Wow, we're going deep. Yeah, just because I want to talk about something that's really like hard. Okay. So, 10 minutes from now, starting right now. Okay. Okay, so the whole thing, um, you know, Abra, mm-hmm. obviously. And then how it turns out that Abra's mom is Danny's half-sister. Mm-hmm. Does that get brought up at all in no, the movie? No, not, not really at all. all. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's a bummer, because it's, it's funny, because I remember the first time I read that book, that kind of surprised me. Yeah. But then I didn't remember it afterwards. And then the second time I read it, which was, you know, just like two, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, that is such a good twist. Like, how the fuck would you see that coming? That is so good. And yeah. it makes so much sense, like, theoretically in the canon of the story of, like, mm-hmm. why uh, Tony would be with Abra and shit like that. It's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, they're fucking related. Why Why else would he not be there? Like, you know, like shit like that. Yeah. Like, I think that, yeah, he, that is... he streamlines it a little bit. I I missed it, but I didn't. Like he does a good enough job that it's not necessary, you know. And she does ask him to. He does ask her to call him Uncle Dan whenever they meet mm-hmm. in front of the library. They still keep that part. Yeah. But they don't go into the fact that yeah he actually is. That's like he actually is <laughs> her uncle. Yeah. No, like, I always thought, like, that was a really good, like, that was like a Kaiser Soze, unusual suspects kind of fucking, like, curve mm-hmm. for a story. Like, I did not see that coming the yeah. first time that I read it. Yeah, so that and then, like, the grandma, they cut that all out. She's oh, not really? in it at all. Yeah. Oh, that's a real bummer. And really, yeah, the, the, her Abra's mom isn't even really in it that much. 
it's mostly just her dad. Mm. Well, her dad doesn't do anything in the stories. That's odd. Mm, yeah, yeah, it was a little different. That's well, kind of a bummer. I mean, I'm still into it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah. to watch it. Yeah, and it's, and it's, I'm probably going to like it. For sure. yeah, yeah, but it's, no, like, it's still, like, it's weird to... Because, I mean, like, her dad, like, Abra's dad, kind of, like, pulls everything together a little bit. He gets forced to pull everything together because Abra really pulls everything together. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, it's weird to not have, like, the mom involved and not have the... Especially not have the grandma, yeah. who was, like, the fucking number one, like... That's the whole thing where like Doctor Sleep like that's that that's how he wins the fight in the end of the novel is that he takes like the grandma's cancer mm-hmm. and like stores it in him and like is coughing up blood and shit going to Colorado yeah and like gets there and just throws it at the rest of the true knot I was like yeah go fuck yourself <laughs> suck my dick that's so fucking weird that that gets mm-hmm. cut different but he he makes it work it, it does a good job with it. No, I I mean, I could see that. It's just, it's surprising because it just seems like, granted, I've only ever read the books. I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah, yeah. But it just seems like those are such important plot points. It's weird to, like, think of how the story could roll right. without those. Well, that's the thing where you get, like I said, the like he wanted to bring the, the movie version into it somehow. So in order to add more of that into it, you got to cut something, you know? That's fair. Because it's a big part of it, for sure. Do we so. get the, uh, like, Jack Torrance kind of, like, his spirit sort of redeeming himself kind you, of thing. You get closure with it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right on. A lot of people I've seen doing different reviews and there's a couple of podcasts I listen to with they were reviewing it. They're big King fans. It seems like a lot of people aren't really big fans of that part of the movie, but I thought it worked really well for me. Mm. I thought he did the best he could. If he would have done it any other way, I think it would have been bad. Yeah. And you need to have it. <clears> like <throat> that reconciliation needs to happen. I remember Emma was not a big fan of that anyway. Yeah. Whenever she read Dr. Sleep for the first time, like, because she read The Shining and then Dr. Sleep, like, one after the other for the first time, both. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she hates Jack Torrance so much. Mm. She thinks he is, like, the biggest dickhead ever. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, but he gets kind of like a, you know, like a a reconciliation mm -hmm. at the end of that. She's like, no, 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 fuck him. Like, she just <laughs> does not give a fuck about Jack Torrance. And I kind of love her for it. Yeah. She's got a real windy vibe for her, and <laughs> I respect that, to be honest with you. But yeah, no, I mean, that's that's cool. Okay, I, I think that's close to ten minutes. So uh, it was more about five, but yeah, like, we can edit that down. It's, I mean, they'll cut back into it anyway. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they'll jump into a topic. I'm we'll, assuming anyone who's, like, listening soon, so. to this podcast has probably seen it anyway. Yeah, so. or doesn't care about spoilers, so. Yeah, that is also true. I mean, because I've never cared about spoilers. Yeah, so. I know. That's what I'm talking to you about yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've talked about You're this. You're digging into it and asking about it. Like, every yeah. other episode where mm-hmm. it's like, because spoilers shouldn't count. It's not about the ending. It's yeah. about the journey you went to. Exactly. That's what we all learned from reading the entire series of The Dark Tower. Yep. Not to spoil anything. But guess what? Oi is the Crimson King. Oh. You're fucked. Yeah. What are the odds? That He's the most evil. Cool. I could see that. <laughs> He's a little too cute and pure that would have been fucking hilarious <laughs> if like Stephen King writes another six books mm-hmm. just to make Oi the Crimson King at the end of it and then Roland has to shoot him in the fucking head <laughs> just to make everybody who's like I fucking love these books and Oi's yeah. the best is like fuck you Stephen yeah. suck my dick I've got the horn this time and then nothing can go wrong oh yeah wait <laughs> oh yeah well what do you think about this now he's a fucking vampire mm-hmm. fuck you <laughs> he calls himself the Ims and Ing 
told to just fucking take his side. I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, yeah, you got it, boy. Whatever you want, Bubba. Boom. Tear down that wall. It's probably like the next time I get a dog, that's gonna be my dog's name. It's just gonna be Oi. Mm. I don't give a fuck. I dare someone to talk shit. I mean, seeing as how my cat is named after another fictional character, yeah, named him Rago. Which I mean, that's that's kind of deep cut name there. Honestly, it's yeah. like like people know Raygon, mm-hmm. but Rago is that's Daenerys and fucking uh, uh, Drogo's child who does not live and fucking Sadly. dies. Yeah. So yeah, that's why that's that's why we named him Rago. That's our shit. And he kind of answers that name. Really? If I say it, he will. Oh. But uh, he hates everyone else in the house. He is not a fan of anyone else in that house except for me. Emma took the day off yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I went to work. She was home by herself. That cat ignored her the entire day. Like, would hardly be in the same room with her. Now, when the alarm goes off and one of us wakes up and it's like 5.30, 6 o'clock, we're both getting ready for work. And Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, if I feel like laying in bed a little bit longer... She'll open the door to go pee. If that door stays open, he jumps up and then like lays in my arm crook as I'm laying like on my side on the bed. And then that cat ignored her for eight and a half hours until I got home. <laughs> he's a fucking asshole. I hate that cat. He's the worst. I mean, he's a cat, so. He's my cat. He's my boy, though. Don't you talk shit on my, on my Rego. I'll burn this whole fucking house to the ground. I talk shit on all cats. I'm not a cat man. Shoot. Don't you ever. <laughs> not on my watch. All right. You want to go take a break? We'll yeah. Jump into some uh, topics? Yep. Let's do that. Excellent. You ready for some topics? Yeah. I think it's topic time. All right. We're going to start with the best news I've heard since the last couple of weeks since we recorded. We have officially got a release date for the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I'm so ready, man. I'm so fucking ready. Yeah. Fucking Into the Spider-Verse is one of the like most perfect films ever. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I knew you were going to love it. I was so happy when you did. But yeah, coming out April 8th, 2022. Oh, that's close to my birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little bit of a wait, but it's going to be worth it. That's yeah, like nine days from my birthday. Mm-hmm. A little over a week. No, I just like... <clears throat> End of the Spider-Verse is, like I said, one of the most perfect films ever made. Just hits everything that you want. Oh, yeah. And I saw a really funny, like, fan theory of it, of, like, what it could be. Which is that, like, how great w- would it be if End of the Spider-Verse 2 is just uh, Spider-Ham and trying to get back to Miles's, uh Reality timeline, yeah, because he lost his car keys. Well, that's the whole <laughs> fucking movie. And if that happens, honestly, yeah. I will do nothing but just tell everybody to watch this fucking movie. And I'm like, if you don't like this flick, we're not friends anymore. Like, yeah. go fuck yourself. I, oh, I yeah, refuse. Zach's joking around. No, 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 I'm serious. I refuse to be friends with someone who wouldn't love that. No, I mean, like, and end of the Spider Verse, fucking, like I said, basically. A perfect film. That's like a ninety nine point nine percent on anything you could ever add. Like it's just it's, it's exactly what you want from any kind of movie. So well done, mm-hmm. perfectly written. Voice acting is amazing. Mm-hmm. Story's fantastic. Artwork is amazing. All the characters are great. 
like even the villains have fucking like storylines that are good and shit yeah. like that. Like there's there's no just bad guy. You you know what I mean? Yeah, and they're all unique takes on the villain too. It's nothing that's typical from the comics. Exactly. It, it's it's honestly it's one of the it, it it's almost a perfect film. Yeah. Or it might just be a perfect film. Honestly, I mean I don't it's know. Pretty goddamn close, and that soundtrack is so awesome. Oh fuck yeah, man! Sunflower mm-hmm. with fucking Post Malone. Who doesn't love that song? That's oh. the, that's the, that song slaps. Yeah. Let's be honest. That song better play at your wedding. Wedding or reception, one of the two, but it's got to be there. Well, whenever me and you get married? Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> now, the next news, it's a little more disturbing for me, but I think you might enjoy it. Oh, I got some Kojima. Yeah. He's uh, the uh, production company that just released Death Stranding. They announced that they're going to have plans to make films in the future. Okay. It's it's interesting. I don't. It's hard enough to understand the story in a forty-hour game. How is he going to condense it to a two-hour movie? I'm not worried about it. And that, um, <clears throat> I mean, first off, he just says he's going to make films. Not that like he's going to base the films off of the the games he's made. Yeah. He just wants to make films. And then when you come back to all the Kojima games, they're some of the most cinematic games of all time. Yeah, it just makes me happy. I love anything that uh, Deo Kojima is gonna make. Like I'm there. Granted, I've admitted that I am a fucking fanboy, so maybe I'm a little biased. Yeah. However, I would fucking love a Metal Gear Solid game or a Metal Gear Solid movie. How fucking great would that be? I do <clears> love <throat> his confidence. The quote in the. Uh press release was if you can do one thing well then you can do everything well exactly so well i mean like confident in well the whole thing he started making movies was or the whole thing he like the whole reason he started making games is because he wanted to make movies in the first place he wanted to make like really good fucking like spy flicks and stuff like that yeah and then no one would give him money so he started making games and then all his games sold fucking four billion dollars worth of fucking sales <laughs> so i was like well fuck it then i'm gonna make movies then yeah. suck my dick yeah, he's 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 actually the director for End of the Spider Verse too. So, oh, okay, nice. yeah, how do you feel now? <laughs> I'm torn. I'd be, I wouldn't be torn at all. I mean, I'd be tearing these pants off so I can jerk it because yeah. I'd be so fucking happy. Are you kidding me? But it's no not November. So. <sighs> I don't care. Uh-huh. Kojima and Spider Man. Oh man, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the only other movie news I had. But no, like that. Oh. That doesn't make me nervous at all because, <clears throat> I mean, you've played some of the Metal Gear Solid games, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which which ones have you played? I've played and beat Solid 1 and Solid 2, and I've played a little bit of 4, but didn't beat it. Did you want to play Snake Eater? No, I still haven't. Oh, buddy. You showed me the opening. <clears throat> that was fun. It's not the opening. It's not? It's the opening song, but it's oh. like, that's about... 40 minutes into gameplay oh it is yeah there's a oh. whole like whole different story going oh, on and okay. shit like that it's really good but uh 4 is amazing too but if you're a true Kojima fan what you do is you never finish 5 just like he did <laughs> nice <laughs> no but seriously I love the Metal Gear Solid games so much yeah. they're fucking amazing and uh, David Hayter is one of the greatest fucking voice actors of all time. I, I, I would almost say he should play Batman at some point. He, he almost has the voice for it. With, yeah. like, his, like, solid snake fucking voice. of just like, Colonel, I'm here. Metal Gear. 
But uh, no, I, I I would love for Kojima to make some fucking movies. He clearly wants to make movies. Like, like every game he's ever made has been super cinematic and like <coughs> looks like a movie. And then everyone always made fun of the fact that like the Metal Gear games had like forty five minute long cutscenes, yeah. which I mean apparently some people didn't like, but I was just enwrapped at all times. And uh, so yeah, why would I not want him to make movies? That'd be fucking dope. <laughs> I don't know. I'm interested to see your reaction on the next one. Yeah, I'll see that one. So we got some more Uncharted movie news. Oh, yeah? Over yeah. the last seven years? Yeah, so they're still sticking with Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. That's a terrible idea. It is. And now we've got a Sully. It's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I've heard about this. I actually heard, uh, or I, I saw on my Twitter earlier today, Yeah. someone was like messaging uh, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> of like how the fuck are you not playing this role he's like I done that role don't worry about it like I don't give a fuck nice. and he was just like I don't care I mean first off Tom Holland is not great casting for Nathan Drake no they are I mean unless we're doing Nathan Drake I mean it if he's Nathan Drake in the fucking orphanage, whatever yeah, the him fourth and, one, yeah, yeah, he's like whatever him and Sam are breaking out of the orphanage, yeah, sure, that's great fucking uh, casting flashback scene, yeah. But him is just like a full grown. I mean, even from like Drake's Fortune, the first Uncharted game, mm-hmm. just Tom Holland looks way too young for that. Yeah. Also, not built enough. Yeah. And. He just doesn't seem tough enough either. Like, he's got the the flirty, jokey part of it down. You know, I could buy that. Right. But he just doesn't seem like a tough guy at all. I don't know. Yeah. He seems like he would just break in the, under the first puzzle. <laughs> Somebody made a great joke on Twitter of uh, the fact that this movie has been in production hell for so long that Mark Wahlberg was going to be Nathan, Nathan Drake at one point, and now he's <laughs> Sully. That's how long this shit has been in production hell. Nice. I just... It's, I mean, and this is coming from a guy who I'm a huge fan of the Uncharted games. Oh, I think they're yeah. fucking fantastic. I am too. I'm glad you let me borrow them. Super entertaining. Great games. They really are. I could play them all the time. Never get tired of them. They don't need to be a movie. They, they're they already a movie. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point of the Uncharted games. That's what hooks games. you, yeah. Yeah, like, is that you're playing a fucking, like, Indiana Jones movie, basically. Like, yeah. that was the whole point of the Uncharted. Like, the first Uncharted game was, like, how do we make an Indiana Jones game without using the Indiana Jones name and kind of have some fun with it? They're like, okay, well, we can do this. Like, done. Let's do that. That sounds, like, awesome. Yeah. And then, like, they were really well at, like, they, they did a great job of building good lore and shit like that. There was a lot of fun, like, backstory to it. There was some cool shit going on. It's just, like, it's it's not going to work as a movie. The whole point of the games is that it it's you playing a movie. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't do you playing a movie as a movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no one's going to enjoy that. I, I, I just don't think it, it works. <clears throat> I would rather watch, honestly, I would rather watch like a YouTube cut of all the cinematics plus like the bare minimum of gameplay to make the story fit. I would rather watch that than whatever live action bullshit they're going to do for the Uncharted game, or yeah. for the Uncharted movie. And this is nothing against Wahlberg or no. Tom Holland. I think they're both very talented actors. I think they're fucking fantastic dudes. That, from what I hear, they're both really cool guys. Like just as like people, mm-hmm. they're really sweet. 
It's just like, don't be in this. There's no need. There's no need for this movie to exist. Yeah. Like it's it's too much. It's kind of like the Tron remake slash sequel we had like six years ago mm-hmm. or four years ago, however long it was. Four or five, yeah. Where it was like a sequel slash remake, and it's like, well, we had the movie, which was based on video games. Then we had a video game, and then you had a movie based on the video game, based on the movie, based on the video game. It's like you're just doing too fucking much. Just yeah. write your own shit. Just make a fucking adventure movie. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Give us a fun, fucking action-filled, fucking uh, you know, stunt-heavy action flick. Just, just give us that. We don't need to have the Uncharted name on it. It's, it's almost the same thing that I was yelling about when it comes to the Joker movie, or just like, just give me that name. We're gonna make a fucking empty-ass, you know, summer blockbuster flick, mm-hmm. and we'll just use Uncharted because those games sold a shit ton of copies. Yeah, forty-one million units. Exactly. And then, and then, also a big problem is that there's no way they do like real stunts. They're gonna do like CGI everything. And if I want to watch CGI stunts of the Uncharted series, I'll go play the game. Yeah, it's cheaper and it's more entertaining, mm-hmm. and honestly, better acting. Probably. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I think it's a bad idea. Yeah, I would love for Uncharted to get even more popular than it is. I think Uncharted is awesome. I don't know if this is the way to do it, though. Yeah, I would say that like their lore is awesome. But let's be honest here. And uh, Drake's for uh, actually Drake's fortune. That was the third one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because the second one is like uh, something about thieves or something like that. Yeah, honor. Yeah, yeah. among thieves. Yeah, among thieves. Yeah. yeah. The second one was like. Oh shit, we're kind of running out of stories to tell. Like, what do we do here? The third one was really good, where it was like the uh, Lawrence of Arabia and shit like that. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The fourth one, I don't remember the story of the fourth one that well. That's with the, the pirate ships and everything. I should play that again. Yeah. Honestly, I should play all the Uncharted games again. Yeah. I can just save my character on Outer Worlds and just download. I mean, it, it, it only takes like eight hours to finish a fucking Uncharted game. Yeah. And then if you want to, like, here, if you want to save some money, if this movie actually comes out, because there's no fucking way it's going to happen. I know they're saying it's going to happen, but I mean, let's be honest. This has been in fucking production hell for, what, seven, eight, yeah, eight years seven, now at this 2012 point? 2012 was the original. Yeah. 2012 was the original? Okay. If you want to save some money, just type in Uncharted yeah. Cinematic Cut on YouTube. I guarantee you'll find an hour and a half long cut. Of basically all the uh, cinematics plus a little bit of gameplay to make it flow. Mm-hmm. And it's free. Yeah. You can get that shit for free. You don't worry about Or even better, granted, it'll take longer than an hour and a half. It'll take about, it's about five to six hours to beat most of the Uncharted games if you don't follow the, like, if, you, if you're not looking for the collectibles and shit like that. Okay, yeah. And you're if on you're, easy difficulty or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just doing easy difficulty. I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying. If you just want the story. <laughs> yeah. You go easy difficulty. You don't follow all the collectibles and shit like that. It's about five to six hours for every one of them. Yeah. So, probably. I mean, and honestly, right now you can buy, fuck, one of them might even be free on some of the, fuck, like, some of them might even be free on some of, like, the Xbox and PlayStation fucking, uh, you know, networks and shit like that. Mm. And then if they're not at the most, I mean like the newest one is probably $10 right now. Yeah. And then like 15 at the most. I, I mean, say, yeah. and then I, I had that, uh, that like Drake's collection, 
which is the first three Uncharted games. Mm, remastered. It's just on one. Yeah, it's remastered, totally HD. It's one disc. You know how much that cost me, that cost me when I bought it? Mm-mm. 15, 20 bucks, maybe. Wow. Super cheap. Definitely worth it. And then even when, like, I even held off on buying uh, the fourth one. Just because, like, I had never played any of the Uncharted games, so I bought the, like, remastered collection just because it was, like, you know, five, six bucks at GameStop. And then when I bought the other one, it was, like, I don't know, 20 bucks. So, like, I, I mean, I maybe spent $60 on the on all four of the Uncharted games, <laughs> and I've played them all. Yeah. And they're fucking amazing, and I have nothing bad to say about them. They're fantastic. Terrible idea for a movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, like... Even if they don't do heavy CGI, which we all know they're going to do heavy CGI, <clears throat> if they did like full on real stunts, the whole time you're going to want to just be pressing like square or X or like just trying to do the stunts yourself. Like that's what's like fun about the Uncharted. Like that's really what made the Uncharted game so much fun was that you got to kind of be like you were in charge. Yeah, you were like Han Solo. You were Indiana Jones. You were this fucking like suave, debonair, smart scoundrel who is doing shit you can pull as many high-rated actors as you want into this there's no fucking way that it works yeah let's be honest here although honestly i almost want it to be made as a movie because that'll give us at least one episode out of it <laughs> yeah we'll definitely get an, an episode out of an uncharted movie especially if elaine is hot oh 100 percent, right that'll be one whole episode we'll just be talking about her tight ass the other piece of video game news I had, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, they just released. It's now moved uh, 15.71 million units. Damn. And that's just on the Switch alone. <clears throat> the Switch itself only has a total user base of 41 million units. <laughs> so, like, one out of every three Switch owners owns Smash Brothers. Nice. Yeah. And then the, uh, the other big news <clears throat> that people started looking up, this actually makes it the number one selling fighting game of all time. That beats Super Street Fighter 2's 15.5 million units. Ouch. And that's in counting all the other multiple iterations of the game, like Super Street Fighter and all the other stuff, right. Super Alpha and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I own Super Street Fighter. <clears throat> so, that's insane. I mean, it's that until everyone sees the Terminator's fucking uh, fatality in the new Mortal Kombat <laughs> game. Have, have you seen that one? Yeah. Where they send, where he sends it back in time, mm-hmm. or forward, forward in time? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, who doesn't love Super Smash Bros? Exactly, yeah. It's it's so fun. It's a fun game. It's fucking great. Good for them, Nintendo. Yeah, I'm happy for them. Especially because they're getting, like, shit on real hard right now with that uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. yeah. People are, like, really shitting dicks. Yeah, they want that full dex. I don't uh, I don't have anything to say about it yet. Yeah. One, I haven't played it, so I refuse to, like, talk shit on something that I haven't played. Right. And then people I know that I like on, like, Twitter and shit like that. Mm-hmm have played it and then called out a bunch of people who were talking shit on it where they were like a lot of those people got it like it was a hacked version that wasn't even like fully developed that they got off like 4chan or some shit like that and mm. they're like so maybe you guys should like play it a little bit before you start just throwing out bullshit yeah. so I don't know we'll see I don't have a switch yet so yeah I still don't either but looking too soon it's it's getting so many good games now it's, it's, right? you almost got to God, I just want to get a switch play some fucking Metroid mm. play some fucking Zelda. Zelda. Oh, fuck yeah, Zelda. Oh, so I'm going to play Zelda. Yeah. I fucking love Zelda so much. Play some fucking Smash Bros, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. 
play some fucking oh I think Fire Emblem's on there too. And if I'm not mistaken, The Witcher Three got ported to the uh, Switch as well. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck! Can you imagine that? Oh, I could yeah. just carry The Witcher Three with me at all times. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll fucking end this podcast. I'll be mm-hmm. too busy. New Marvel Ultimate Alliance still oh, still fuck, Switch that's exclusive. Right, that is on there too. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, now yep. if I buy a Switch, this podcast might end. I'll be too busy. <laughs> we'll, we'll put the mic next to you. You can play while you... You know, like, this will be the whole thing. It'll mm-hmm. just be mm-hmm. just... Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got some fun TV news to finish us out. Finally. The Boys. Season 2 is officially wrapped. Hell yeah. And they're saying it could be mid-2020 when they come back for oh, season two. I hope so. Yeah. Fucking what a great show that was. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm so glad you made me watch it. it right? Amazing. So good. I was blown away by how much I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was such a good show. They did an interview with Carl Urban, and uh, he'd been teasing that the upcoming season is expected to be, quote, bigger and bloodier. Which is so. hard to believe, kind of. Because I mean, they ended with a pretty they, big fucking. They got some brutality in it. <laughs> I mean, they ended with a pretty big fucking twist, though. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, babe, we're talking about Carl Urban. You want to get in on this? He's hot. There you go. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. But yeah, I can't wait. See, so it looks like next summer we'll be getting season two. Well, if it isn't the invisible cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking show is so good. I have yet to watch uh, The Watchmen yet. Yeah, I haven't either yet. Which is on but, me. Mm-hmm. However, I keep hearing from like everybody that I like on on the internet that it's amazing. Yeah. So, I'm ready, I'm, I'm ready to, to jump in soon. Yeah, I'm going to wait a few more weeks, I think, just yeah. so I can binge I'm through. kind of wait. Yeah, I'm kind of waiting for the season to be over so I can mm-hmm. just watch the whole fucking thing in like one shot. Yeah. Because I hate waiting. I hate waiting for episodes. Refuse. <laughs> So I'm so happy about the Witcher being on Netflix. So yeah. just, they'll they'll drop the whole first season. Yeah, all eight of them. Yeah. And then I'll just do a whole episode afterwards. Like you, you can even be quiet. I just need one okay. microphone in front of me and mm. somebody to get me drinks. That's all I need. I'll talk okay. for nine and a half hours. <laughs> That'll be a fun edit. Yeah, you just cut it off whenever you feel like and just yeah. keep it rolling. Just like the original Witcher books. Yeah. <laughs> and every uh, good news comes with some bad. Or, well, some... No, I heard about this. <laughs> yeah. This this came up on my phone because I have the DC Universe app. Oh, yeah, so that's true. So it was nice enough to tell me, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. Titans is getting renewed for season three. Like, literally popped up on my phone, like, yeah. as an announcement. And I'm like, I almost feel like either it's one of two things. Either they, they would just throw that on anyone who has the mm-hmm. DC Universe app, or my fucking series listening to me, yeah. and DC's just They're trying just to targeting. fuck with me right yeah. now. Yeah, they just know that I'm going to fuck with them. And I'm like, why? Because I'm on your side most of the time. Why yeah. would you? Why would you pick me? You know I'm there. Just yeah. stop fucking with the characters that I like, and then you can do whatever you want. I've been pumping up the Harley Quinn animated series yeah. for the last fucking two months. See, at first I thought it was just going to be one season, so I was like, oh yeah, I'll just make you hate watch through it. Now yeah. we're going to have to watch a lot of fucking Three TV fucking seasons, dude. I mean, that's a lot of hate watch. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for this now. We'll have to cut it off to like see, like, like we're just going to do like one season. Okay, like Buffy kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. I mean, like, uh, <laughs> what it looks like from the poll that I'm looking at on our Twitter, we're oh, going to yeah, have yeah. to watch the uh, Joker soon. Is it? But uh, okay. And then we're gonna have to watch the Joker. Then I guess we'll do season one of Titans. Mm-hmm. After that, I mean, granted, like one after the other. But yeah. Like our next like just, watch. Yeah, just get it out. Like our next watch episode, <laughs> we'll do season one of Titans. 
And I think we'll do, for our next watch episode, we'll do Swamp Thing. Okay, I was going to say, we got to get one for us at some point. Because I'm kind of excited to watch Swamp Thing. Even yeah. though it got, like, shitted on as soon as it was going to get good. Mm-hmm. I'm still curious. Yeah. So. Because I just love Swamp Thing so much. It's just such a good fucking comic. Yeah. And then, uh, after that, I guess we'll do Season 2 of Titans. And then we'll do, uh... Joker 2. <laughs> Joker 2. Joker. <laughs> Joker 2 jokes on you. Well, yeah, no, we're talking about uh, Titans on the DC Universe has been renewed for season three. Got three seasons out of it. Yeah, Apparently, on. this podcast has not reached as hard as I thought it did. Yeah, come on, fall wrong. 2020. <sighs> Fuck. Just, like, it sucks the fact that I'm going to have to watch this at some point. Mm hmm. This is the worst thing about having a podcast is that I have to force myself to watch shit that I would never watch anyway. But people are going to want to hear what my what my thoughts are on it. Yeah. That irritates me. It's, it's almost it's a, a, it's a curse. It's almost the same feeling I have about uh, the Disney Plus bullshit. Yeah. Although, granted, it's a little bit lesser because I, I am curious to see what The Mandalorian is like. I still am too, yeah. That looked like the only thing that the Disney Star Wars was going to be good mm-hmm. for. However, I'm not even sure if, I, if I'm allowed to buy Disney Plus. I've talked a lot of shit on Disney, yeah, and that shit is on the is on the web. Oh, it's you published. can find that. Yeah. It's fuck, out there. It, it's just, it's like on my Twitter profile. I'm like fuck Disney. So I'm kind of curious if they'll even like let me buy. Yeah, I mean they'll take your money. That's Disney. That is true. But will they let me watch anything? Is the no, question. No, <laughs> they'll be like, no, you just watch this, and it's just like it'll block it. Obey. Out. It's it, it's like the hip the hip. Hypnotoad from Futurama. Mm-hmm. Obey, obey, <laughs> obey. Yeah, Titans season three renewed. DC Universe. Hooray! Everyone, seriously, download DC Universe because uh, Harley Quinn is getting ready to drop yep. on the 29th. and it is going to be out by the time you hear this. Oh, so good, that dog! <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. We're gonna keep you excited with the last few topics here. Been a lot of news on The Witcher lately. Um, oh, yeah. I've been watching. This one I was excited for. It's, the topic is that Netflix is The Witcher will be more grounded horror than fantasy. Okay. Which I did not realize. Apparently, the books are more like horror novels than they are fantasy novels, is uh, what this guy's saying. I wouldn't go that far with it. I d- okay. it it's more of a grounded fantasy, is how I would put it. Because hmm. like, the Witcher novels have something that I, that I enjoy when it comes to uh, the high fantasy kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And that, like... They have uh, races like dwarves and elves and things like that. Yeah. But they're considered lesser races to the humans. Oh, And okay. stuff like that. Yeah. It's like there's like some shit like that. And like part of it, should, like I hope they don't just like lean heavy into the horror. That would be kind of a bummer. Okay. Well, yeah, these are the two paragraphs I want you to read. So. Okay, here we go. Uh, he used the exa- the example of the Striga monsters. Women who are cursed to turn the beast, that's not true. That's not exactly how the streak is worked, but that's okay. Okay. As the embodiment of gnarly-looking body horror rather than fantasy escapism. I am glad to see some of that. Like, the monsters should look fucking grotesque. That's, okay. like, kind of the whole point. Yeah. I can't be mad at that. The new the new trailer, which I've watched, I don't know, 20, 30 times now at this point. I imagined, yeah. The new trailer also includes its fair share of creepy monsters, like what appears to be a necrophage of some kind, perhaps a ghoul or foglet. I think it's probably more of a ghoul than it is a foglet. I don't think they have the money for the CGI for a foglet. That's just me. 
The shift in focus helped Netflix's The Witcher distance itself from shows like Game of Thrones and instead harkens to hide behind the sofa moments in Buffy or Supernatural. Okay, if they're going for some of that kind of a feel, I can sort of get that. Okay. I mean, like, I mean, the whole thing, like, his job is to fucking kill monsters for money, basically. Mm. So, like, I, yeah. I, I can understand doing some of that shit. Yeah, that's what the next sentence basically says, yeah. Uh, the latter seems a particularly apt comparison since both the Winchester brothers and Geralt make their livings in a spooky hunting gig economy. I mean, do the Winchester brothers ever make their... Like, I never saw them take money. Yeah. I, I saw them always able to go to a diner and get food and pie, mm-hmm. but I never saw them able to, like, actually make money. Yeah, they kind of inherit some stuff later on. Like, they have a, their own secret base now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, for the first five seasons, they didn't inherit deck, and they still somehow always had money for shit. Yeah. So explain that to me. Well, Bobby was rich probably or something. Fucking, I'm so fucking ready for the Witcher series. It's not even funny. Yeah. And apparently saw, Netflix is too. Because. Yeah, season two. It got a season two order already. Yep. Oh, I saw that, son. I don't know. Everyone on the fucking uh, subreddit for The mm-hmm. Witcher, like, there's a Witcher subreddit, which is, like, involving the games and the books. Mm-hmm. And then, like, now, involving the Netflix series is going to be coming out here soon. Everyone on the subreddit, which is typical of Reddit because it's one of the worst websites on the internet. Oh, and yeah. It's full of fucking whiny bitches. <laughs> uh, everyone's been fucking, like, talking shit for a while now of, like, Man, man, like no one understands this is based on the books, and man, I don't know if I'm gonna like this as much. Man, Henry Cavill's biceps look too big. Geralt should be more of a swimmer's body. I'm like, shut up, be fucking quiet. I saw just this headline saying that like The Witcher was already renewed for a second season. I was like, fuck yeah, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. And then it got posted on the subreddit, and like everyone was like, "Don't be too excited about this." Like Netflix almost always does at least two seasons for any show that they want to do, and I'm like, "Shut the fuck!" Can you just just enjoy something for fucking once? No. I mean, I've had a little bit of like complaints about like just like the trailers and shit I've seen about The Witcher, but it's yeah. it's it's just typical fanboy complaints. Nothing's gonna make me happy. We all know that, right? But other than like my typical little like nitpicking bullshit. Uh, fanboy shit mm. super fucking hype this looks amazing i cannot wait to watch this show something that really made me like what gave me the most confidence in this show being good mm-hmm. is uh is she's she's either a producer or a showrunner i'm not sure of her name but she did a uh ama on reddit which is an ask me anything mm-hmm. kind of thing and then somebody asked like the question they asked was is it true that you had to postpone production because Henry Cavill was so into character, he went off and did a bunch of side missions and played Gwent for six months, and you couldn't finish the stories. <laughs> she replied with, no, that's not true. However, we did have a lot of problems trying to find Roach because he kept uh, spawning on top of houses, so we didn't know what to do after that. And I was like, I'm so fucking glad this, this woman's running this show. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm in. All right. Do we get any questions? Queen of questions? Follow us. Yeah, please. Go ahead and follow us. See you guys. <laughs> to your death. <laughs> we just started doing that. Yeah. Follow us. And we just end the fucking episode yeah. at all times. No, but seriously, guys. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. As always, you can follow the show on Twitter. That is at the A2Z show. Of course, the number two. You can also follow both of us on Twitter. 
which is uh you if you want to small if you want to follow the nice one that's uh at big guy acv on twitter you go ahead and follow him he's the nice one he's the fun one and then if you like drunk irish assholes who doesn't then you should type in www.drunkirishassholes.com. Mm-hmm. Oh. What, do you th- what do you think that, that comes up for? That's got to be like a, some serious porn, right? Yeah, let's do that at your house. Okay, right that's fair. Yeah, once I get a fucking actual recording studio in my house, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, no, but seriously, guys, um, if you think that I'm somewhat funny, or if you want to just like send me hate mail or something like that, because it's not going to affect me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Death threats. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Okay. It doesn't bother me. I'm on Twitter as well, and that's at... Melch knows best. M e l c h knows best. We are always looking out for questions, comments, concerns, jokes, reviews, recipes, anything kind of fun that we can use for content. Because it's really in the end that's all we care about. It's just let's make content now something. Yeah. And you want to send that without being uh, connected with our twitters, which I get. You know, you don't want people to know that you're listening to us. That's how it happens. That's that's what's up. I don't even tell people that I'm fucking on this podcast. And that's I'm good. Yeah. 50% of it. 70. That's fair. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you want to instead send all that shit I was just talking about on the emails, which can't be traced, just ask, just ask Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. Um, I'll call him up. Yeah. yeah. Just remember, he didn't kill himself. And... <laughs> He hung himself with a roll of toilet paper. Two play. But no, we're on the Google Gmails. The electric mails you find us all days. Uh, we are, uh, let's see, a2zshow.ask at gmail. Other than that, um, I hope you guys had fun. And don't forget, guys, that mm-hmm. you may not feel important, but to someone else, you are important. And you're important to me, and we love you. Love you guys. We'll see you later. Bye.